Watt's been signed basically for life, and that's over and done with, and nice job by everybody, and it's time, you know, for actual football. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. Look, at 1.02 p.m. Sunday in Orchard Park, New York, football is going to fly and flip into the air. And when it does, not a one of us is going to be thinking about the TJ contract. Nor are we going to be thinking about Dwayne Haskins versus Mason Rudolph. Remember that? Remember those days? <laughs> We're not going to be thinking about Juju's TikTok. We're not going to be thinking about Chase Claypool versus Minka Fitzpatrick. We're not going to be thinking about any of this stuff. We're going to be thinking about football. Football, football, football. And as such, I'm going to try to take this entire event, which in the moment that that oblong spheroid is up there it's going to feel larger than life especially to those of us who'll be fortunate enough to be there and try to condense it all down to a single spectacular concept and that of course is this give that ball once you have possession to Najee Harris give it to him every which way possible. Whether it's out of the backfield, whether it's on a sweep, whether it's on a misdirection, play action, screen pass, lined up at wide receiver, heck, shotgun it to him, you know? Whatever the broader vision is for Matt Canada's first script as an NFL offensive coordinator, it most definitely had better not just include and involve Najee, it had better spotlight him because that, let's not forget, is what this coming season's going to be all about. It's not going to be about the drama. It's not going to be about anything off field. I don't even believe it's going to be about Ben Roethlisberger all that much. Not if it's successful. I'm saying this respectfully. If it's successful over the course of 17 games plus playoffs, that won't happen because a 39-year-old quarterback found the fountain of youth and just magically found all kinds of time behind a seriously inexperienced offensive line to survey the field and start slicing and dicing his way 80 or 90 yards to six points. It won't be that. If it is, it'll be maybe for a game or two. But if you're going to sustain something, if you're going to create a team strength out of that offense... You're going to have to do it 
through Najee. You're going to have to do it through a running game. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that learning, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe it's a flexible hybrid format. Learn more about all of this at pointpark.edu. If the Steelers can effectively run the ball, run the ball, not just because the Bills finished in the NFL's bottom 10 last year in run defense, which, by the way, prompted Buffalo management to go out and make an emphasis of restoring what had been a strong suit for the team in 2018 and 2019. Go right at them. Let them know that you think it's still a weakness. Let them ponder that. Even if it doesn't work on the first possession. Second series, come right at them again. I don't care if you've got to punt a couple of times. It's not the end of the world. One of the many reasons I've loved what I've both heard and seen of Canada this offseason is that he gets this. Listen to him talking about emphasizing the running game yesterday. If we're going to run the football, which is something we definitely want to focus on, you know, if you only run it out of certain looks, then they know that. So you have to have play action pass off that, in our opinion, to, to be somebody that's hard to defend. So, you know, we, we may, you know, it's what the defense allows you to do, what the defense matchup presents for you. We just want to be good enough in all facets that whatever they're trying to stop, we can do the other one. That's it. It has to be a weapon for you. It has to be something that you can execute regardless of what you're lining up against. You can't be afraid, in parentheses, hear this, Randy Feetner, of what you're looking at. You can't let the defense dictate what your offense is doing when you have all this skill on your side of the football. It should be the other way around. They should be trying to figure out what you're doing. They're the ones who should be rattled or flustered or whatever. But you can only take control of that as an NFL offense if you prove first to yourself and then to the opponent that you're not one-dimensional. You didn't draft this exceptional potentially special running back for nothing. You drafted him because you believe that he can make this singular, specific difference. And he can. He can. I'm not allowed to report to you what I see in practices, blah, 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 but he can. He is that guy. I'm not going to give you a number of touches that he should have as a minimum because the score dictates that and so forth. But I have one in my head, and it feels a lot like what we used to see out of Le'Veon Bell at his peak in Pittsburgh. Something up there in that range. Get 
Najee Harris. Not included, not involved, but starring. He has to star in this game. I'm not putting that pressure on him. I'm putting it on those who need to get him the ball. He'll take care of the rest. When we come back, just one question. Just one question that's brought to you on this program, always by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been designated super lawyers for over 15 years. That's reserved for the top 5% of all attorneys in Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-842. Five four five four. Today's question comes from Paul Sapienza, who says, Hi, Dan, if you accept the premise that the Steelers have underachieved with just three playoff wins in 10 years, you rank these in the order of being the biggest reason why. One, the quarterback's inconsistency in the regular season and recent poor play in the playoffs. Two, the head coach... Three, the culture. I have a strong opinion that it's Ben, even though I love him and respect him as a competitor. My head says he's the guy who touches the ball on every offensive snap. He hasn't done anything without an elite defense, yet I hear no one saying this out loud. Am I taking crazy pills? Well, I'm not going to discuss how you're medicating yourself, Paul, but I am going to say that like almost any discussion or debate that spans something as long as a decade, you'll never condense it to a single thing. You just won't. You just won't. If you want my honest opinion as someone who covered this decade and who covered uh, all of those playoff losses, who covered the Super Bowl loss, and who also covered the, you know, three wins that were in there, if there's one overarching factor in what happened to the Steelers in that time, this also is not something that covers everything, but if there's one thing, which is what you asked me, it's not any of those three, and it's the mere existence of the New England Patriots. I know nobody wants to hear that because it involves at some point or other saying something good about people who cheated. But they cheated and they won. As such, the Steelers didn't get what it is that they were gunning for. That's number one. Not that the Patriots cheated, but that the Patriots won. Most of the big games in that time came against one opponent. Now, if you want to talk about the Jacksonville loss, if you want to talk about the Cleveland loss, there were so many different variables to those that I have a really, really, really hard time smashing it all into one little paper ball and saying, this is it, this is the one, or even just, you know, putting them in order like that. But I have to take exception with at least one of the three that you put on your list of options there, and that's culture. Dude, no. Okay, if you're getting to the playoffs 
this often, if you're winning your division this often, you don't have a culture problem. You just don't. This is stuff, if I can be completely blunt here, not you, but wherever it is that you hear this, this is stuff that people talk about when they have no clue about actual football or how teams actually function. It's things that they say because they can't say anything that's more informed than that. No culture caused Marquise Pouncey to snap the ball over Ben's head. You know, if there's any playoff game that would jump out at people and deflate a lot of that nonsense, it would be that one, where it's a single sequence near the beginning that defines it. It threw everything out of whack, and then in turn, Ben threw everything out of whack. And the Browns had 28 points in the first quarter. What's your explanation for a venerable, multiple-time All-Pro center out of nowhere snapping the ball a mile over his quarterback's head? A transaction those two had completed only about a billion times between games and practices over the previous ten years. How do you assign that to some vague, nebulous, arcane thing like culture? How does that happen? How does that conversation ever reach that point? They lost a playoff game. They also lost another playoff game. And then, you know, a few years back, they also lost this or that playoff game and a Super Bowl to Green Bay, in which Ben, by the way, was outstanding. I just, you know what? They have a football game to play on Sunday. This is the best part of this. They have a football game to play on Sunday. And when we meet up here again Monday morning, I'll have spent the weekend in Buffalo covering actual football, talking to football players, talking to football coaches about a football game, and we will have a lot of fun here. And that's why I'm really glad, for real, that you sent this question in today so we could have like a complete cap on all of the summer drama it's now time for football i appreciate everyone listening to daily shot of steelers all through the off season it's about to get real mm-hmm.